Holy Spirit of God. We're going to read from verse 1, Genesis chapter 8, verse 1 onwards. Then God remembered Noah and every living thing and all the animals that were with him in the ark. And God made a wind to pass over the earth and the waters subsided. The fountains of the deep and the windows of heaven were also stopped and the rain from heaven were restrained and the waters receded continually from the earth. At the end of the 150 days, the waters decreased. Then the ark rested in the seventh month, the 17th day of the month on the mountains of Ararat and the waters decreased continually until the 10th month. In the 10th month, on the first day of the month, the tops of the mountains were seen. So it came to pass at the end of 40 days that Noah opened the window of the ark which he had made. Then he sent out a raven which kept going to and fro until the waters had dried up from the earth. He also sent out from himself a dove to see if the waters had receded from the face of the ground. But the dove found no resting place for the sole of her foot, and she returned into the ark to him, for the waters were on the face of the whole earth. So he put out his hand and took her and drew her into the ark to himself. And he waited yet another seven days, and again he sent the dove out from the ark. Then the dove came to him in the evening, and behold, a freshly plucked olive leaf was in her mouth, and Noah knew that the waters had receded from the earth. So he waited yet another seven days and sent out the dove, which did not return again to him any more. And it came to pass in the six hundred and first year, in the first month, the first day of the month, that the waters were dried up from the earth. And Noah removed the covering of the ark and looked, and indeed the surface of the ground was dry. And in the second month, on the twenty-seventh day of the month, the earth was dried. Then God spoke to Noah, saying, Go out of the ark, you and your wife and your sons and your sons' wives with you. Bring out with you every living thing of all flesh that is with you, birds and cattle, and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth, so that they may abound on the earth and be fruitful and multiply on the earth. So Noah went out and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives with him. Every animal, every creeping thing, every bird and whatever creeps on the earth. According to their families went out of the ark. Then Noah built an altar to the Lord and took of every clean animal and of every clean bird and offered burnt offerings on the altar. And the Lord smelled a soothing aroma. Then the Lord said in his heart, I will never again curse the ground for man's sake, although the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth, nor will I again destroy every living thing as I have done. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall not cease. So God blessed Noah and his sons, 
chapter 9, verse 1, and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. And the fear of you and the dread of you shall be on every beast of the earth, on every bird of the air, and on on all that move on the earth, and on all the fish of the sea. They are given into your hand. Every moving thing that lives shall be food for you. I have given you all things, even as the green herbs. But you shall not eat flesh with its life, that is, its blood. Surely, for your life blood, I will demand a reckoning, and from the hand of every beast I will require it, and from the hand of man, from the hand of every man's brother, I will require the life of man. Whoever sheds man's blood, whoever sheds man's blood, by man his blood shall be shed, for in the image of God he made man. And as for you, be fruitful and multiply, bring forth abundantly in the earth, and multiply in it. Very important. Then God spoke to Noah and to his sons with him saying, As for me, and as for me, behold, I establish my covenant with you and with your descendants after you and with every living creature that is with you, the birds, the cattle, and every beast of the earth with you. Of all that go out of the ark, every beast, of the earth. Thus I establish my covenant with you. Never again shall all flesh be cut off by the waters of the flood. Never again shall there be a flood to destroy the earth. And God said, This is the sign of the covenant which I made between me and you and every living creature that is with you for perpetual generations. I set my rainbow in the cloud, and it shall be for the sign of the covenant between me and the earth. It shall be when I bring a cloud over the earth, that the rainbow shall be seen in the cloud. And I will remember my covenant, which is between me and you, and every living creature of all flesh. The waters shall never again become a flood to destroy all flesh. The rainbow shall be in the cloud, and I will look on it to remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is on the earth. And God said to Noah, This is the sign of the covenant which I have established between me and all flesh that is on the earth. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. Praise God for what God has spoken to us through his word today. As we go into chapter 8, I'm just going to scroll up, go to verse 1 of of chapter 8. I'm just going there. God remembered Noah. God remembered Noah. And what else? God remembered and everything, every living thing and all the animals that were with him in the ark. God remembered Noah and all those who were with Noah. This is a promise that God is giving for us in this month of May. God will remember us. God will remember us. You know, there's a time where we are put in that ark. So much is going on all around where God says, I'll protect you, I'll keep you in that ark. 
And the ark is the ark of Christ, the body of Jesus Christ, the safety zone of Jesus Christ where God puts us in there. It's like a caterpillar that's inside a cocoon, waiting to become a butterfly. But the duration, no one knows, except God. God sets the times and seasons for every single person. How long they have to stay inside the ark, God sets that time. The Lord God who commanded Noah to build an ark for them to be inside also had a time for them to come out of the ark. In order for that to happen, God has to remember. It's not that God forgets. When the Bible says God remembers, that means God is taking action. God is taking action. Our God never slumbers nor sleeps, the Bible says. Our God, when he takes action, he remembers us. That means whatever he was set to do, he has begun doing that. God remembered Noah, not only Noah, but all those who trusted Noah and entered into the ark. God remembered all of them. All of them. So what happened when God remembered Noah? God remembered Noah. What happened? Something happened. You look at the following verses, you will see when God remembered Noah, he did certain things. All of a sudden, whatever was happening stopped happening. All of a sudden, whatever was there began to dry up. Something was happening. We have to understand this. this is a prophecy that God is giving for us at this hour. When God begins to do something, when God's time comes into, into view, where God has planned something and he says, it's going to take place. It doesn't happen the way we think. You know how we would want it? We would want the 40 days and 40 nights rain to stop. The moment the rain stops, you know how we would want? We want God to come and say, let there be no flood. And all of a sudden, zoop, all the flood disappeared. They all just evaporated and just magically somehow went up to the clouds. And all of a sudden, the ground became dry. God could have done that. He did that for the children of Israel when they traveled across the Red Sea. God instantly caused the waters to become like two walls parted. Then he caused them to come together. The very same God can cause all the waters of the earth to evaporate and go up in less than a second, less than a nanosecond. He has the power to do that, but he did not. There's a process involved. There are certain times God will do things in a radical manner instantaneously. And there are certain times God will do things progressively. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. Well, what does this require? Patience, 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 patience. You waited so long inside the ark. Wait for some more time because God has begun his work. God remembers you. God has begun his work of doing what God alone can do. And what is it called? New beginnings. God is doing something new. God is doing something new. God is doing something new for you. You know, the song that God gave for us this season, something new, something new. You're always making something new. 
Jesus, you're making something new. How's he doing? He's making something brand new. We can't see. We say, Lord, I've been in this ark for so long. Lord, I'm here for so long. Lord, I am locked in. Lord, I came in. I know I'm here. I'm so thankful for your safety and for your protection. But Lord, I'm not seeing the sun yet. I'm still inside. God is speaking to you at this hour. Hold on to the word that God has promised you. He will bring you out. He took you in. He will bring you out. If he took you into the ark, he will bring you out. God is faithful. He's a covenant God, a covenant making and a covenant keeping God. As I was reading this, the Holy Spirit spoke to me. He said, I'm going to be speaking from this chapter, the entire month of May. This chapter eight and chapter nine that God has given to us is a seasonal chapter. Where God is doing something substantial in our midst, he's doing something new, new beginnings. But the new beginnings, are new beginnings worked out, planned, thought out by our God Almighty. We want new beginnings to take place like this, that God says, I'm building something inside of you. I'm doing something inside of you. The water has to recede. It will take time for the water to recede. Things will have to shift. It'll take time for the things to shift because God has a plan. He can just take everything away, wipe out everything away so fast, but he's doing something inside of you. Faith. By faith, Noah built the ark. By faith, he stayed inside the ark. Noah was not a hasty man. No, it was not somebody who said, oh, Lord, I'm staying here for so long and I'm so tired of this. Lord, I was so righteous and why should I go through this? You know how many people are like this? Where they become impatient. They forget that God is working. God is working. Trust him with all your heart. Lean not unto your own understanding. Don't go by what you see. Don't go by what you hear. Because Satan can show you a lot of things that are not true. He can make you hear a lot of things that are not true. Go by what God has spoken. His word is eternal. His word will never return void. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. Patience. Patience. Those who are patient will inherit the promise of God. The Bible says... You possess your faith by patience. When you're patient, you hold on to your faith and your faith will never be shipwrecked. When you're patiently holding on to what? What are you holding on to? The promises of God. What happens? Whatever God has spoken will come to pass. Because when you're patient, you're manifesting faith. Patience is an expression. Patience in what God has spoken is an expression of faith in what God has spoken. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. Noah didn't get frustrated by the water. That's, oh my God, so much water. How long is going to take? One day, two days, three days, four. Oh, I can't stand this. We're in the same place. We're seeing the same thing. We're eating the same food. How many people complain? Sing a song like that. All the time doing the same thing. How long, O oh Lord? Same old, same old, same old thing. Life is so boring. Well, way better than out there where dead bodies are floating. We have to understand we have it far better. 
than those who don't have God. Don't complain. Don't complain. Egypt was very bad. God brought the people in the wilderness. A wilderness journey with God Almighty is heaven on earth. That's the truth. They ate angels food. Where? On earth. Angels food is in heaven. But they ate angels food on earth because God was there as a pillar of cloud and as a pillar of fire going before them, behind them, protecting them. We need to be thankful to God in every situation. Our God is a covenant-keeping, covenant-making God. God remembered Noah, and God remembered all those who are with Noah. God remembers us. God remembers all those who are with us who are in the ark. It's important. We all should be in the ark. All our family should be in the ark. All those who are in the ark were remembered. That's the key. We must be in the ark. Our family should be in the ark. And all those who are in the ark will be remembered by God Almighty. We can't be somewhere outside the ark. It doesn't work that way. Outside the ark is death. Inside the ark is life. It can appear to be a confinement. But within that confinement is life. Because a new life is going to come from it. A new way of living is going to come from it. Something new that God is going to do, a new covenant that's going to come from it. Where? When? When God says, come out. See, there's a period where God remembers and God starts doing things. We must wait until God says, come out. Noah is very similar to Abraham. That's why he found favor in the sight of God. He was not an anxious Easy busy man where he says, oh, well, I can't wait. You know, I can't do this. And all oh, these people are, oh, Lord, you know, some people every few minutes. Oh, Lord, they're doing this against me. Oh, Lord, this is happening against me. You can go and cry to God. There's nothing wrong with it. You can cry to God. God is there to hear all our tears. But let it not be tears of unbelief because it's not going to take us into the promise of God. If you are in the land of unbelief, no blessings will be there. A land of unbelief is called the land of failure. People who live in the land of unbelief will eat the fruit from that land which is failure. But those who are in the land of faith, you can cry to God. We should cry to God. But we cry with hope. We cry out to God with faith. We say, Lord, I know you can do this. Lord, this is what I'm going through, but you can do all things. You can go tell your problems to God. You can tell who is bothering you at work to God. You can go and tell whatever is happening at home to God. You can go and tell everything to God. But you know what? All your prayers should be prayers of faith. Saying that, Lord, this is what is happening, but I know that you're with me. I know that you're going to turn this around. Make sure that he's with you, though. Make sure. If you're with God, he'll be with you. It's important for us to have God with us. Noah had God with him in that ark. God locked the door and God had to tell them to come out. Noah was not anxious. The Bible says, be not anxious for anything or be anxious for nothing. That's the first part. Before you go to God in prayer, put your anxiety away. Don't be anxious about anything. You know why? Because he knows everything. By the time you go and kneel down or by the time you open your mouth and ask him, he already knows it. He wants you to ask. That's what the relationship with us and God is all about. Talking, communicating. He's a father and we're his children. We can't say, well, you know, you just provide a no. Where's the relationship then? 
I mean, if you would like your kids to be like that, not come and ask you for anything. Just walk around and expect you to do everything for them because you already know when they have to eat and what shoes they need and what clothes they have. Where's the relationship? God wants us to develop that relationship. That's what prayer is all about. You go to God and you tell Him your problems. You go to God and open your heart and talk to Him. Father, this is what is happening. Father, this is what is happening. Father, this is what I have. This is what I don't have. Tell Him everything. Then, you praise Him, saying that, Lord, I know you'll take care of this. Lord, I'm gonna, I know you're gonna do this. Lord, I know you're gonna turn this around. Lord, I'm gonna make, I'm, I know that you're gonna make all things well. Noah was placed in the ark. It's the saving ark. And a lot of times, people will forget where God has placed them. That's their saving place. After some time, they get tired of the saving place. Who brings that tiredness? Satan. Noah was not like that. Noah was a man of faith. Noah was a man who trusted God. He knew God put me in here, God will bring me out. So if I am sitting here, I don't have to worry about another day. I don't have to worry about the food. God would have been multiplying the food inside. We don't know many things that happened inside the ark is not recorded in the Bible. Otherwise the Bible would be huge. God would have done many, many, many miracles. You know, how come all those animals were fed? How come they all ate for so many days? God would have done so many miracles in the ark. God would have done so many miracles in the ark. Yet there was a time for them to come out. You know, in the wilderness, God gave manna from heaven. God did so many miracles in the wilderness. Yet there was a time to possess Canaan. Wilderness journey is just a journey, a path. Confinement, during the confinement, Joseph was a blessing to the prisoners. Doesn't mean that he's going to live there for the rest of his life doing ministry over there. It was a place. It was a period. Our confinement is a time where we are confined, a season of confinement, where God will keep us there, train us there, use us there, and then take us from there to where God wants us to be, where the same place will become a blessing for us. Noah's ark was the saving ark. Noah's ark was the delivering ark. Noah's ark was a miracle ark. Even for those eight people to build the ark is a supernatural thing that God did supernatural work of God to get that ark done and to get the animals in think about that I mean if we can go and catch birds and animals all bring bring them all into the ark that's the work of God you do what God tells you to do and God will do what he can do and what you cannot do that's where the supernatural meets the natural this is the power of God Almighty. When you know how to obey, He'll know how to deliver. When you know how to obey, He will provide. When you know how to obey, He knows what to do in that given circumstance to produce what needs to be produced in order to materialize what He wants to materialize according to His calendar and time period, His plan and purposes. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. God remembered Noah. When God remembered Noah, suddenly things started happening. Something happened. All of a sudden, the water started to dry out. It took some time. 
don't sit and look at the water and say, oh, well, it only went this bit down and I have this much there and complain about this much there. If this much goes down, it's time to put a happy dance. You know why? Because God is working. God remembers us. Every little progress that you see in your family, every little progress that you see in your spouse, every little progress that you see in your children, every little progress you see in your grandchildren, every little progress that you see in your finances, every little progress that you see in your health. Be someone who will magnify God for everything because all those things come from the hand of the Almighty God. God remembered Noah and all those who are with him. And God remembers us. Something is bound to happen. Something. You will see signs of life. You will see signs of death leave. You will see changes taking place. The rest of the water is still there. Oh, I can't see any leaf out there. I can't see any tree out there. I can't see anything. Look, even the raven came back. Negative, 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 negative. No, it's not like that. Noah said, all right, Raven came back. Okay, let me send the dove after that. Oh, the dove came back. That's okay. Let me send the dove again. We have to be people of faith. Noah was not expecting to sit there forever. He was expecting to come out. He knew the Lord God who took me into this ark will bring me out of this ark because God has a purpose. God has a purpose. Our God is a God of new beginnings. He does something new. When God does something new, we have to be people who be proactive in what God is doing. Noah was waiting until God called him to come out of the ark. Noah stayed until God had him stay in the ark. Faith will patiently wait. Faith will not be impulsive. Faith will patiently wait for God's timing. Faith will patiently wait for the fulfillment of the promise of God. Faith in the promise of God will see the fulfillment of the promise of God. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. Whatever God has spoken to you, he is faithful enough to bring it to pass. You see the water recede a little bit? Praise him. Praise Him with all your heart. You see something happen? Praise Him with all your heart. Because God has remembered you. Our God has remembered us. God who remembered Noah and those who are with Noah has brought us into the season where He remembers us. That means He has begun doing something. The work of restoration has begun. God said last month. The work of restoration has begun. Doesn't mean that everything just disappeared right away and everything appeared right away. No. God is working on your patience. God is doing something according to his calendar. God is doing something according to his method. He's all wise. He's all wise. You know, when you have to bake something, if you're going to make a pumpkin pie, The recipe for a pumpkin pie is very different from the recipe, you know, for a plum cake or for a sponge cake or a pineapple cake or whatever it is. If you say, well, I know how to make pineapple cake, so I'm going to make pumpkin pie and I'm going to do the same thing, except I'm just going to put throw some pumpkins in. 
you're not going to get a pumpkin pie. You can get some kind of a, some kind of a stuff. You can name it as something else, but not a pumpkin pie. There are specific formulas that are there for specific things. Where, when those formulas are used, certain outcome comes. Certain experiments, baking, cooking, whatever it is. Making everything has very specific formulas. Well, we have this much measurement, this ingredient, and this is how it's done, and this much time you bake. Even when you have to put some egg inside, if you're supposed to beat the egg really good, you say, no, I'm just going to stir it up, one, two, and then that's it. Your food is not going to come out good. It's very important to wait. It's very important to do exactly what the recipe tells you to do. God, when he tells you to do something, it's very important for you to exactly do what he tells you to do. Not throw your two cents in. Or for some people, it's three. We need to do what God has called us to do, which is simply obey. Faith will obey. When we come to a place of understanding that he is God, he leads me and I follow. And he tells me what I need to do when we know how to obey. Let me tell you, everything will go in your life exactly the way, not according to how you planned, according to how God planned. Whatever God has planned when it takes place, even if you have to be sitting for some time, even if it's all dark, so to speak, even if you are there for such a long time and it looks like the water is not going down the way I think it should, you're not going to be agitated because you know, okay, it's going to go down. You can make your process, the process that God has for you, an enjoyable process by trusting God and by praising Him. Or you can make the process that God has for you a miserable process, thereby not enjoy, but lose everything that God has for you. Remember, if you're going to complain and murmur, then you're not going to see the promise come to pass. But if you praise Him and you have faith in Him and exhibit your faith by praising Him, then you're going to see the fulfillment of the promise according to exactly the way that God meant for it to happen. That's how it'll happen. God remembered Noah. The promise for not only the month of May, but for this season that God has is, God remembers us, He has remembered us. God is doing something. So because... Things are not turning out the way that you think should turn out. Doesn't mean that he didn't remember you. Doesn't mean that he's not mindful of you. Doesn't mean that he is not doing something. He's doing something spectacular. God is doing something new. God is doing something new. God is doing something new. Your obedience to God and your obedience to God's word is not just to keep you safe. But it's for God to do something great in and through you. It's a prophecy God is speaking at this hour. Our obedience to God is not only a protection for us, but it will bring promotion for us. Our obedience to God will protect us and will promote us. Our obedience to God will protect us and will promote us. 
There's a prophecy God is speaking to all those who would decide that going forward, I'll obey him no matter what. I'm going to walk by faith and not by sight. No matter how long it takes, I'll be willing to sit down, wait on him, and simply do what he has called me to do. Our God is alive. Noah's God is our God. The Lord God who remembered Noah has remembered us. It's the season where God remembers his people. Yes, there's a time when it was raining and it was raining and it was raining. It was raining. Thank God it didn't, it didn't rain inside the ark. We must be thankful to God. He protected us from death. Our God protected us from disaster. Our God protected us from the outside calamities. He protected us. That's why we are here. Our God protected us. And this very same God who protected us, he says, I'm going to promote you to stay here. Stay here. Stay here. Where? Within the ark. Where God has placed you, stay there. And how do you stay during the waiting period? Very important. How do you stay during the waiting period? You can kick and scream and complain. Or you can jump for joy with expectation. Kicking and screaming and complaining will bring your result to zero. You don't want to be someone who is carrying a child and then have a stillbirth. You don't want that. Anytime placenta is detached is no good. We need to be in connection with God Almighty. We need to be people who carry the vision of God. We need to be people who are in constant connection with the living God. And the plan that God has for you, you should carry with faith. You should carry with joy. You should carry with hope, knowing that God will bring this to pass. So during your confinement... During the season when you are inside that ark, which is a good thing, knowing that I must see everything that is happening to me in a positive light. When we do that, we will actually be conducive to our promise coming to pass. Our lives will actually complement. We will cooperate with God and cause the promise of God to come to pass by our faith. God is the one who is doing it. But our cooperation is necessary. So when it comes to being where God has placed us to be, we must understand, thank you, Lord, that I didn't die with the outside world. Thank you, Lord, that you put me inside this ark. How many of us are thankful to God for where God has placed us? You know, many times, Satan will always make people to look at what they don't have or what they could have had or what is wrong. When you focus on what is wrong, the blessing that you have in front of you will disappear. All of a sudden, you won't even be able to see what you have in front of you. It is important to take your eyes off of the negative things and thank God for the positive things. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. Noah could have just sat in there and he could have said, Oh, Lord, I've worked so hard. My poor wife worked so hard. My sons worked so hard and their wives worked so hard. We thought we'll just go and stay in there for 40 days and come out and now... I'm thankful that we didn't die outside, but this is too hard. How many people are like that? Lord, it is so hard. Being in the ark is so hard. No, it's life. 
for us and it'll promote us. Being in the ark is to preserve us, to keep us from death and also to do something new in and through us. New beginnings. God wants to open a new chapter. God wants to do something new. God wants to do something big. But how do we look at what God is doing is very important. Very, very, very important. God is speaking to our hearts today. God remembers you. God sees you. God knows that you're in the ark. He knows that you're in him. And wherever you are, even if it looks dark, even if it looks like, am I going to get out? Am I going to see the sun? I don't even know what day is it. I don't even know what month it is. You know, there are a lot of times when we went through like that. I know what day, what month and what time. But you know what? That wasn't a problem at all. When we know that, doesn't matter. As long as we can get up and do what we need to do when he gives us the strength to do what we need to do. Praise be to God. That should be our attitude. Wherever you are, the Bible says, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Concerning me. In everything. In everything. That means in every situation, what are we supposed to do? Thank him. If you learn to do this, let me tell you, no demon can bring it down. No demon can bring it down. No demon can bring down a person who has a grateful heart, has a spirit of gratitude, a spirit of praise. No demon. Learn to be someone who will see the good in everything. You will see the good in every situation. Learn to be someone who will be thankful for the place that God has placed you in, the ark of Jesus Christ. The ark that Noah was in. Noah was thankful to God. He said, okay, I will stay here. He had no problem with it. He was thankful to God. He was a man of God who had faith in God all the time. All the time, his eyes were upon the living God. Righteous Noah, the Bible says. He found favor in the sight of God. That means God liked him a lot. We need to be like that. People of praise. People of praise. When he came out, what he did with his family, he offered sacrifice to God. And you know how that sacrifice was? So sweet. And guess when God made the covenant? After he smelled the sacrifice. It's a very important subject. But God will speak to us on another time. But for today, we need to remember this. This month of May is going to be a good month. A blessed month. God has remembered his people. Don't say that, oh, I'm still there, I'm still here, and I'm still in the dark, and I'm still going through this, and yeah. But you know what? As the Lord said on Sunday, and another day before that, every time you take a step forward, you're taking a step forward towards bringing down Goliath. It's not that, well, Goliath is there, he's still blaspheming, and everybody's against me, and I don't know what to do. Don't give room to that attitude or that voice or that thought that tries to show negative, 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 negative. No. In every negative, see the positive that's there because you have God with you. Greater is he who is in you than he that is in the world. One person with God is majority. One person with God is majority. When David saw everyone speaking against him, he didn't pay attention there, you know. 
He didn't want to waste his time on the distractions that Satan brought. Many times Satan will bring distractions. How? He'll use people. He'll use people here. He'll use people there. If you pay attention to people, we will get sidetracked. That means we're not going to run in our track. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. Don't get distracted by the distractions Satan will use. People, primarily. Sometimes sickness, circumstances surrounding, sometimes financial problem. Whatever it is, whatever your distraction is, don't get distracted. Don't get sidetracked by the distractions the enemy will bring. Be focused. Know that your God is faithful. That he remembers you. He remembers you. He's not forgotten. He remembers you. God remembers you. Just like how he remembered Noah. Noah wasn't there for a long time. But there came a time God said, I remember you, Noah. It's time for you to come out. It's time for me to do something new in you. It's time for me to do something. Give you a new beginning, Noah. I'm going to give you a new beginning, Noah. God remembered him and those who are with him. God will remember you and those who are with you. He remembers you and those are with you. And God will do something. He has already started. That's the promise God has given. He's begun his work. We just need to see. We just need to see. When you see a small change, don't look at all the things that are still the same and complain. But thank God for that little change. Thank God for the progress. Thank God for what God is doing. We're going to Close our eyes and look to the Lord. I hold on to this word that God has given. God is going to speak to us further tomorrow. And we're going to spend some time in prayer. I hold on to this word that God has given. God remembers you. And God remembers those who are with you. Make sure that you're at the ark. Make sure don't leave the will of God for anything. Don't look at people. Don't look at circumstances. Don't look at other things. That the enemy will try to crowd and push you See how he can push you out of the will of God. Tell yourself that no matter what it is, I'm going to look at all the good things and I'm not going to focus on the negative things. I'm going to praise God in every situation as God's word says, in everything I will give him thanks. As you give thanks to God in every situation, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whatever problems you may face, thank God for the way out. Thank God that he's with you. Thank God the all-powerful God will bring you out. Because your confinement, your problem, your darkness, your cocoon is meant for a season. It's not forever. And it is meant to protect you and to promote you. It's meant to protect you and to promote you. God has brought us into that season. God is going to do great things and mighty things in our lives. Shall we close our eyes and look to the Lord? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Father, you're doing something new. Covenant-keeping God, you're doing something new. Before you made a covenant with Noah and his family, you led him through a process. Before you did something big, you led him to a, through a process where Noah did something big. Through the power of God working in him. His family did something big. Through the power of God working in their lives. They built that ark where they were able to house all the creatures, God said. 
that God brought. God brought. Noah worked, his sons worked, his daughters-in-law worked, his wife worked, and God worked. Hallelujah. Supernatural combining with the natural. When the natural is yielded to the supernatural. Hallelujah. The result will be supernatural. When the supernatural combines with the natural, not the natural trying to mix with the supernatural with carnality, no. When the natural yields itself to the supernatural and the supernatural takes over the natural, the result will be supernatural. Hallelujah. The result will be supernatural. Thank you, Jesus. God is looking for people with faith. God is looking for people with obedience. It took some time for God to come and tell Noah to come out. But until then, Noah was patiently waiting. Noah knew that God will not lock him in the ark and forget about him and keep him in the ark. No. God will bring him out. Hallelujah. And he waited on the Lord until God brought him out. Hallelujah. God remembers us. God remembers us. God remembers us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. God remembers us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Whatever darkness we may be facing, whatever confinement it may be, it's all meant to protect you and to promote you. Hallelujah. To preserve you and to promote you. Hallelujah. God is doing something new. Are you ready to receive it? God is doing something new. Are you prepared to inherit it? God wants to do something big. God always has big plans. He always has big things in store for his people. To those who believe in him. God wants to do big things in your life. Are you ready to believe the big plans that God has for you? Are you ready to believe in the big plans that God has for you? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Tell yourself, Lord, I'm not going to give any room for unbelief. I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to look at what I see. I want to keep my eyes on what you have spoken. My ears are given over to the word of God. My eyes are given over to the word of God. Hallelujah. When our ears and our eyes are given over to the word of God. And our will is surrendered to the word of God. The result is going to be the fulfillment of the word of God. For our lives. Supernatural beginnings. Supernatural covenant with the supernatural God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God wants to do something supernatural in your life. God wants to do something big in your life. God wants to do something glorious in your life. God wants to do something new in your life. But are you willing to Obey him in all things. 
Are willing to be patient? Are you willing to go by what he has spoken and not by what you see, feel, and hear? Touch. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, I thank you, Lord, for this time. Thank you for speaking to our hearts this hour. Thank you for this promise that you've given to us, Lord, that you have remembered us. Hallelujah. You've not forgotten about us. You've remembered us. Hallelujah. The very same God who remembered Noah and all those who were in the ark, you remember us. That means you have begun to do something. Hallelujah. Even when we can't fully see, we know that you're doing something. And everything that is in the way will go down, will go down, will keep going down, will keep going down, hallelujah. It's going to keep going down, hallelujah. Things are going to keep getting better, hallelujah. And we'll see something supernatural take place, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Our covenant-keeping God, our covenant-making God, we praise you. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for this month of May. As a church, we commit this month of May into the nail-pierced hands of the Lord Jesus Christ. May I ask you, Father, lead us. Lead us. Lead us. Hallelujah. We will stay where you want us to stay. Hallelujah. No matter how it may appear. We will do what you want us to do. Hallelujah. No matter how difficult it may be. Hallelujah. Because we know with you we can do all things. And thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for Noah's life. Hallelujah. Man who knew what it meant to obey, how to obey. A man whose life was a fragrance to God. And his offering was a fragrance to God. Hallelujah. May every single person in this house of God be that way, Lord. That their lives be fragrances to God. Hallelujah. Oh, Father, Father. And then whatever they give to you, offer to you, the sacrifices. Let it also arise as a sweet smelling fragrance. Hallelujah. 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 After that offering went up, after that sacrifice went up, God made the covenant. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the word that you've given to us this day. Thank you, Father, for this month of May. Thank you, Lord, that we will see more of the flood going down. Hallelujah. We will see more, more, and more, and more of the land. Hallelujah. We'll see more and more and more of life. Hallelujah. Thank you for bringing us into a season where we will see a definite change, a definite forward momentum. Hallelujah. Definite, definite, definite receding of the waters. Hallelujah. Step by step by step. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for your goodness. We thank you, Lord, for your goodness. We love you, Jesus. We'll never let you go. Hallelujah. We'll never let you go. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord, where can we go? Where can we go? How can we live without you? 
all Jesus, 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 you are our exceeding great reward. We thank you, Lord. We thank you because we have you. Thank you for speaking to us through your word. I pray that you bless us as we come together tomorrow. The Spirit of God may take us, O Lord, further into what you have for us and bless us all the more. Bless your people this night. Bless each one of us with your eternal blessings, O Lord. That we may be grateful people, thankful people, people who will give thanks to you in every situation, people who will see the work of God in every situation, oh Father. And we thank you that you remember us. We thank you for this season where you have begun to do something new. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We lay hold of this promise. We lay hold of this word that you've released upon us. And we choose to walk by faith and not by sight. And I bless your people, O Lord, with this blessing that you alone can bless them with. That they may hold on to this word that you have released upon them at this hour. That they may walk by faith and not by sight. Be thankful to you in every situation. And see the good and the goodness of God in every situation. Knowing that you are working. Hallelujah. You are working. You are working. And I pray, may they grow in patience. May they grow in faith. By obeying you faithfully. And thereby inheriting what you have for them, O Lord. Thank you for the new beginnings that you have for each one of us. And for the mighty miracles they have in store for us, O Lord. We thank you. We thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen.